Thanks for joining me. My name is Paula McGurdy and I'm a visual artist and the point of these creative conversations series that I'm doing is to speak to other female creative visual artists um, within this industry. So uh, today we're going to be speaking to Jude Fenton and Jude does these beautiful watercolours. So um, they are landscapes and uh, she does them on a kind of smaller, sm smaller scale. Um, and it's really to have a little bit more insight about what she does and hear about her process. So let's go and have a chat to Jude now. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Hi Jude, how are you? Hi. How are you? joining me today, Jude, and what's your cat's name? This is Jeannie, obviously had to come and join in too. Uh, yeah, but well if she wants to partake in the conversation, she can too, that's fine. <laughs> or she might just take over, who knows? <laughs> Who knows, Michael Brennan. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> How are you doing? Are you okay? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? We're we're good. We are good. We are Saturdaying and the kids are doing, I don't know, playing with who knows what, where. I'm not really too sure. I'm just closed the studio door and I was like, I take no responsibility anymore. Yeah, but, close um, the door. <laughs> yeah. You're in your studio there as well, I can see. It's all right. Yeah. I love it. It's just so lucky to have a space. Your little escape. Yeah, I'm sure you love yours as much as I love mine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Sometimes I wish there was a little lock on the other side of the door, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, why don't you tell us a little bit about your work and um, kind of how did you get into art and creating? Was it something that was in your family? Was it always there? Or what were the beginnings of kind of your art? Your I was always a maker, always mm -hmm. a maker, always a drawer as a kid. You know, that was that was the happy, that was the happy place, always happy when I was, you know, sitting at a wee table, doing a wee bit of making and sticking and gluing, yeah. you know, always. So then I just did that throughout school. Um, I was always making things like little female animals and selling them at break time and all. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, then, and then I just did like, you know, A-level art. I did history of art as well. It was kind of always, always on the cards. I was never really interested in anything else, you know. I think at one point I wanted to be a vet, but then I realised, you know, you kind of need to be good at science. And <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen, obviously. So um, yeah. that, that was about that. That's it, really. I just followed on and did the foundation. I did mine up in Limavati. Mm. In the north had a wee flat up there with some friends and did that. And then I went away to England and did textiles. Mm. So... BA BA in textiles. Printed textiles, yeah. Printed textiles. Okay. So that was really my degree really geared me up for designing duvet covers. Oh repeat wow. It's all repeat okay. patterns and coordinates and ditzy florals. That was mm -hmm. that was kind of where it sort of would have led you. Um but there's no jobs in that in Northern Ireland. You know, mm. like, you know, I would have had to have stayed in London. Um, or I think there was some jobs sort of around Manchester at the time as well. But now, like, it really is all in London. And it's all computer mm. which isn't my, yeah. not my thing. Not your thing. So you didn't do, it wouldn't have been digital print. It was all, like, screen no, it was, printing it was or... All screen, yeah, screen printing. your screens, 
down your oh, fat breast. Yeah. Very technical, you know, a lot of chemicals <laughs> involved. <laughs> Which I, you know, I, didn't really, on, yeah. I didn't really enjoy it until I realized that I could print something and then chop it up and stitch it back down. And then once I realized I could play with it after it had been done, then I was happy. You know, it was all quite technical and I wasn't great at, you know, getting your screens to line up and, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's just mm. a bit boring for me. Okay. But, um, but yeah, when I came home then, I, um, I started my own business because there was no jobs. So then that's yeah. when I started making bags and accessories and I did that for years. And would they have been printed or did you follow that route of printing them no. or were they? I, I wanted to and I started off doing that in my mum and dad's mm. garage. Brilliant. <laughs> Bought the equipment and stuff. Um, but to print your own fabric, to dye it and print it and then to make something out of it, it was just so labour intensive and you could never get the money for mm something that was textile and handmade that would have really justified all that time and effort. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of learned that very quickly. <laughs> Which is the same with so many crafts and things, isn't it? Like yeah. that, those kind of industries, you know, there are huge, huge amounts of labour intensivity in, into them. And for the amount of people that do it that don't really make a huge amount of money is... Yeah, it just... Time, I guess. Like I did really enjoy it, but then I sort of went down the road of doing um, trade, like trade fairs and stuff. So people would come mm. in and they'd go, you know, have 10 of that and 10 of that, which was great. But then I became just like a production line um, mm. and the creativity kind of went out of it after a while. You know, I loved doing the new collection, but then it was filling all the orders where it was just like, you know, it just sort of stopped bringing me joy let's just say <laughs> yeah yeah I can get that definitely yeah. so what about your work now like how would you describe your work now because you do watercolors mainly but I can also see obviously there's a lead into some textiles in your okay. watercolors these days isn't there which I love uh, uh, tell us yes, a bit about that stitching I love a bit of stitching can't get mm. away from it so I yes, love so the stitch on paper I just there's something that my heart is drawn to that oh, I love that. yeah yeah um so yeah I think I just love it I just love stitching on paper and you know yourself like it's a bit uh risky especially if you've just done a painting that you really love yeah. and then you start Especially with the machine, you know, you can wreck something so easily. There's um, trepidation when you start going for it. You're like, is this a yeah. good decision? Yeah. yeah, like once the needle goes down, there's no going back really, is there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just love it. I just love that combination of paper and thread, mm. you know. But then I'm in the Ulster Watercolour Society, so obviously they're very purist. So if I'm doing work for them, then there can't be any stitching or anything in it. So. Oh, really? Okay, that's yeah. interesting. They wouldn't be into a more contemporary angle on things? or Well, they're, like, a lot of the work, actually, would be quite contemporary, but it wouldn't be, you can't be mixed. They, they'll have, mixed media, yeah. You can use inks. Um, I don't know, there's certain mediums that you can yeah. use, but sure. you could start stitching into it or yeah. anything like that so some of it I'll keep you know quite just the watercolour it just depends you know yourself yeah. some things yeah. like are crying out for it I feel and then other things I'm like no do you know what it's it's fine as it is yeah, but, yeah just enjoy it I enjoy the stitching so mm. 
it's therapeutic yeah. as well I feel like there's something quite therapeutic about it isn't it you know yeah, and sometimes you can do a wee bit of hand stitching, you know, in front of Netflix. Mm. <laughs> yeah, see, a win-win situation. Eating <laughs> <laughs> and Netflix, I like it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so when you say that you had a business, dude, what, at what stage did you figure out actually the business is turning? So you would call your, your work at the moment, that is your business. Is that mm-hmm. correct? You would say that. Yeah. So when did you decide, okay, I'm pulling away from doing the bags and focusing on that to really kind of going down the other road of, was there a, was there a, a oh, there was a finite point? Yeah, you thought, I can't, I there can't was, this. there was me sort of having the bags, um, bags and accessories. And I did, like I sold them to different boutiques and shops and stuff, but the it really financially you know mm. there's just, there's such a ceiling on what you're going to get for a handmade fabric bag so I then I had to work I worked in a shop on Saturdays in a fabric shop and then I did community art so I was doing all these jobs so I mm. made teaching and then stitching and then working on Saturday and I just one day just went I can't do this yeah. <laughs> you know all this work I like financially you're still skimped all the time and I was like no and I just literally threw the head up one day and was like I'm not doing this not doing no. it yeah and I gave away everything I gave away all my mannequins I gave away screens materials fabric I love it so was like I'm not doing it and I swore mm. I would never be self-employed again <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah I tried and then I tried to get a job and was like what am I going to do because I can't do anything I'm not trained in anything I know that's the thing isn't it and yeah, yeah. and then I realized also I couldn't get job seekers because I had been self-employed so I was like well this is great so um I did loads of different jobs and just working oh, all different sorts of stuff you know shops hotels all that and didn't like any of them <laughs> Because I don't think I'm really employable, you know, in that way. But I ended up. I think that's so. I think that's so true for so many creatives, though, as well, isn't it? You know, you just have that sort of like, well, why are you doing it that way? Why don't you do it that way? You know, people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear any (laughs) ideas. They just want you to shut up and do your job. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I just you know when you're just having to bite your tongue all the time and like, (laughs) uh, but I ended up in boots part time. And then I became full-time and then I became a manager of the, the counter that I was on, working for Benefit mm. Cosmetics, which I actually really yeah. liked in the end, you know. Yeah. I liked all the customers and it's partly it was a bit creative, you know. It is. Um, I guess the makeup is also an artistic thing, yeah. isn't it? You know, the creative side of things. So I did, um, I did quite enjoy it, but it was never really, I was there for five years and it was never, inten- I never intended to be there for five mm. years. But, you know, once you start getting a wage, then it's, you, you know, your life then expands to use all that mm, money. Up. You're like, yeah. well, I give that up, then where are you going to make up for that? You know, but um, then when I had Willow, I went part time. So mm. uh, and then I sort of phased, <laughs> phased it out. Yeah, um, so, yeah. I just started, I got to the point where I was like, I can't stand here in Samskara anymore. I knew I don't want to do it. Mm. Um, and I was always somewhere else in my head. 
you know, when you're at a job that you don't really want to do anymore and you're just like thinking, what can I be doing if I was at home? I could be painting or I could do Dreaming of it all, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I was lucky we were in the position that I could sort of phase it out. And in the end, financially, it didn't make any difference that I gave it up because I was doing so few hours. Mm. <laughs> you know, it wasn't really making any difference anyway. Mm. So that's how it started, really. Mm. You know, the phasing out then of that job. And then I, um, well, obviously Willow at this point was two. So she, at two and 10 months up here, you can go to a wee play grip. I don't know what age it is. Um, yeah it's similar it's similar here it's three um, yeah something yeah so she started going to a wee play group um and it was like an hour and a half twice a week or something and that was my time then mm-hmm. for painting and it just gradually as she started doing more things I got more time to paint that was kind mm-hmm. of the, the the balance of it all um you know, I you see people on Instagram with a baby under their arm and they're at an easel, and I'm like, I know. Oh. I mean, that just didn't happen for me. I that did not happen for me. But I, I look at people like that, and I think that's just a that's just a moment in time. That's it's not natural, the reality of you know <laughs> the rest of the day or whatever. But actually, that's something that I wanted to talk to you about as well. The whole motherhood and artist, and obviously you have Willow, who is now seven is that is yeah that right seven, um, yeah. how did that play out did you feel like that you were productive when she started going to play school did you feel like that those were your real hours of this is my time to make and create and this is for me or how how does how has motherhood the artist journey and motherhood played into either your own work or your day-to-day of of how things work I guess that's a lot of questions in one, but you know, pick one, pick one. <laughs> um, I suppose they are totally, you know, intertwined really, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah. Um, it, it is a balancing, it's a balancing act. Mm. Um, I find I've never been able to concentrate on painting with anybody else around, yeah. really. Um, be it a child or otherwise you know I had tried the whole kitchen table thing artists at the kitchen table couldn't do that either you know mm. I like to be in my studio on my own with the door closed um so me too <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it just grew as as she sort of went then you know from play group to nursery and I had then I had mornings so then that was my time and then she went mm. to school and you got more time it all kind of just progressed along, I suppose, with her. Hmm. So, yeah, and, but I think it's finding, it's always, it's a learning thing, isn't it? And even hmm. now at the minute, with there being no school, that's a whole other learning. You know, in my hmm. head, I thought I could do a bit of painting. Well, maybe she did a drawing. You know, she's seven now, that could work. And it doesn't, it doesn't work for us, although hmm. I'm sure maybe it does work for other people. Hmm. But, um, you know, that was fantasy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, I just, I can't, I can do stuff, you know, I can do orders and I can wrap things up and I can do part of my job, but yeah. I can't create what I feel is like a successful painting hmm. if there's other people around. I need yeah. to go off into some sort of zone, you yeah. know. It's so, the flow, isn't it? The flow needs to be there. And if there's the other flow. people around, I yeah, I'm the same. 
Yeah, and you know what? Kids are like the constant, can I have a snack? Can I have this? Can I have that? What do you see this? Mm. You know, that doesn't really make for a great painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it is it is a balancing act definitely yeah yeah Yeah. no I I don't have any real words and wisdom of that maybe you do maybe you're you're good at no I'm still I'm still trying to figure it out yeah (laughs) (laughs) take early at the moment but yeah I think for some people who you see them with children and they're working side by side I understand that that's a snippet of their day um and for other people I think it depends on the kind of children's personalities that you have and what their interests are, what they're capable of doing, their abilities and stuff like that. And yeah, I, my kids are not like that either. So, um, and also I, I'm very much a solitary painter. I'm like, yeah. I just need to go and do it and feel like I, my head is clear. It's a, I feel like it's a clarity thing. Yeah. Um, I'd love it not to be that way at, at certain times, particularly at the moment, but I'm with you on that, definitely. Yeah. So in terms of your style at the moment, you do a lot of landscapes. And I mean, we met um, way back uh, when way we did our source together. Yeah. And uh, that was just so great having you there. It was somebody else to kind of uh, gauge things off and have a bit of chats with as well um but your work has changed quite significantly since there so so I know even the other day on Instagram you posted up something and it was what you've been doing what was that three years ago now was it three years was it yeah I so I started painting um basically whatever Willow went to that we play group so it was 2016 but I Mm. spent a whole year not on social media like just painting mm. um just sort of finding myself as an artist that sounds a bit mm. rare <laughs> but you know I get it yeah um I just didn't feel the need to show it to anybody else it was very private sort of evolution and I didn't mm. you know feel the need to show anybody or I really wasn't thinking about selling anything or what an amazing also, time, though, to be able to do that. Isn't, that, isn't yeah. that amazing that you had that ability to do that without saying, I I want to put this out, but it was just a feeding of yourself, I guess? Yeah, and just enjoying myself, really, mm-hmm. and taking time mm-hmm. for me, which obviously I hadn't really done in so many years. So it was really, it was a really lovely, yeah, it was a lovely time. But I think you're always evolving, aren't you? You know, mm. I I sort of actually have kind of come full circle now because my work now is more similar to when I was doing what I was doing way, way back in the beginning. Mm. I kind of went off on a tangent for a while and did a lot of bright florals and which was what I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I did that big show and my work is so different from that. And I don't know. I think it was just just part of the process. Maybe in another three years, I'll look back and go what were all those landscapes about but you know I don't know I feel like I find what I'm happy with at the minute anyway mm, yeah um, they're beautiful Jude they're really beautiful I, t- I know why I'm doing it as well which mm. I don't really think I knew what it was about then I don't know why you know I didn't know why I was painting and I didn't know 
I was just doing it because I had, you know, I don't know, mm. that, that urge. You just want to be creating, you just want to paint and you don't really know why. And if you're not doing it, you don't feel happy. Yeah, yeah. It's a very raw, raw sort of yeah. urge <laughs> to know to create yeah. and make a painting. But um, yeah lost my train of thought and I don't know what I was saying but yeah no, that's brilliant I, I wondered about in terms of the landscapes do they have meaning are they specific places or are they uh their memories moments memories yeah their memories, memories. lovely so yeah they're all like a snapshot of time mm. a place a memory they're all a lot of them are about, you know, well, for a while there, a lot of them were about sort of family holidays. That's why so many of them are Donegal. And it's all, mm. you know, when we were kids, going to Donegal and it always rained. Mm. And you were always cold and wet and you were made, made to go out for a walk somewhere and you were soaked. Or, you know, all that sort of the smell. Like, but really you look so- back on them fondly, yeah, even though you were soaked. Hey? Yeah. No, you're like... <laughs> You know, the picnics that you had in the car looking out at the hillside because it was taming, you know. And I just really love, I love all those memories. And mm. I'm trying to paint what I felt then, you mm, know. Beautiful. And like the smell of the rain, you know, like how mm. do you paint that? But that's what I'm trying mm. to paint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's you know it'll be a feeling I'm trying to convey and I think that's Mm. why I need time and peace and quiet because it's quite emotional it isn't Mm. just you know looking at a photograph and trying to recreate it it's more it is more emotional for me Um, Mm. yeah so yes Nice, lovely. I can see them hanging behind you there. You certainly have a very um, select colour palette as well that you use as well, which is very reminiscent, I guess, of exactly what you were saying, you know, the the countryside or Donegal and the, you know, the sea or the scenery and yeah. it also being cloudy or rainy. And I think you capture it beautifully in your work, you know. Um, I do. I do love good uh, cloudy sky. <laughs> If it's a if it's a sunny blue sky, you know, a good day, then you know I'm not interested. <laughs> well, you're capturing Ireland, aren't you? Really? <laughs> That's just it. I know. Yeah. yeah. Give me a cloudy day any any time. Any day. Yeah, definitely. So, what brings you joy at the moment, or is oh. there something? So obviously, we're in a very Pacific time um, or Pacific as my son likes to say uh, season in time at the moment but in general in general what brings you joy or and maybe another way of thinking it is if you're in a rush and you're feeling I I'm having a bit of a block but I want to do something creative is there something that brings you joy that you know you can touch into that or tap into that and it'll kind of bring their creative juices back or it helps your work in some way I I have to say I'm quite lucky in that I never feel stuck creatively brilliant yeah you know I just I have two I'm the other end of too many ideas and too many things I want to do and I don't have enough time Mm. the frustration of that would be more my problem than sitting down and going oh I don't know what to do Mm. um but I suppose things that bring me joy 
would be, well, I suppose in terms of like, you know, in general, it's all about, you know, good company, good food, good wine. Mm. <laughs> and then also the getting out, I suppose, to make the memories that I can then paint. Mm. But obviously you can't go out, you know, I like some artists will go out to see a landscape so that they can take photographs and come back and paint it. Whereas I'm painting a memory, so I can, you can never go out with the intention of mm. finding something new. It'll just have to happen. Mm. So I do like to go out and sort of have nice walks and you know all that and just mm. you, you might just happen to glance somewhere and the light is shining th- through some trees and it's just like oh you know there it is there's the the thing mm. <laughs> or maybe I'll not even know that till later or I'll start to paint something and then the memory will come back mm. um but if I'm in the studio the thing that I I just love painting I love I enjoy painting yes. in itself <laughs> mm that's a bit geeky but like just the actual especially with watercolor I love how it mixes I love how it dries you know mm. literally one line on a page could just bring me so much joy I know <laughs> it's the and it's the blending then and the seeping yeah. in and I'm the same if I could do that all day you're probably the same Jude instead of doing on the back end of the other bits and pieces just to sit yeah. in and make that's just yeah. So <laughs> I think that that's the learning isn't it in having you know in being an artist is that the time that you actually spend painting is so little yeah and the realization that you're really a creative entrepreneur mm. if you want to make money you're not yeah. just an artist who sits and paints all day mm. if you want to sell them there's a whole lot of stuff that comes with that yeah and yeah. that is the thing that takes all your time and that's the mm. thing that you're not taught in our college or you nothing know, no that. nothing and that's the hard bit it's not the painting mm. <laughs> it's, it's the rest of you know putting on all those other hats that you have to have yeah yeah the mm. juggle of those would you say that that is one of the bigger challenges that you would have of being creative or being an artist or are there other challenges that you feel like you didn't really think about going into this or as you said like in art college they don't teach you any of this what would be the challenges that you face as a creative entrepreneur which is a brilliant way of expressing um, what challenges well I think my my challenge really is just balancing time and mm. um, now I've sort of found a bit more of a flow of where I will set aside weeks to paint mm. and then the ones that I like you know I'll get them scanned and then I'll decide which ones I want to make into prints get the others framed so there'll be a painting there'll be weeks of painting and then there'll be weeks of where I won't lift a paintbrush at all because it'll be you know color matching scans for prints and it'll be you know ordering all your mounts and photographing things and you know all that the Mm. other end and I think working more like in a cycle actually Mm. makes it more enjoyable because Mm. you're not thinking oh I should be painting every day Mm. and when you do set aside for the painting then you're not trying to do all the other things you know I have to separate the painting from everything else mm. um, and not even even in terms of like trying to do 
emails or something in the morning and painting in the afternoon that doesn't even really work for me it has to be longer periods of time I think mm. where I Books, you know yeah um I think yeah. it's it's interesting finding a rhythm that works for you personally like in terms of work to make the to make it flow better like as you as you were saying uh, being an artist or a creative isn't just about creating that one thing or sitting down and doing that thing the whole time but there are many facets to it and I think what you're saying is brilliant about trying to find some formula that works on a probably a very personal yeah. level for each person yeah it's going to help us kind of yeah. flow a bit better really you know so. I think working I'm trying to start working more in collections so mm you know there's more flow whereas for a little while there I was doing lots of fairs and I found myself trying to hurry out things and get things ready so that I would have something new for every mm. fair that I was doing or mm. and that was too stressful you know mm. that was too um it was too much of a fast turnaround mm. you know I want to take time over these things I think and really let things settle and enjoy them before mm. I sort of put them out into the world. <laughs> mm. Yeah, makes <laughs> you know? sense. Because there's a lot of pressure over fairs and things like that as well. So it makes a lot more sense, the whole idea of collecting. Yeah. A lot of it, though, is self-made, you know. Mm. Like, I could have been more chilled out about it and just been like, no, yeah. this is what I have. But I would put a lot of pressure on myself because I want to do this and I want to do that. Yeah. And I want to have something new and... Um, mm -hmm be all the things to all the people and then yeah. you get to the point where you're like no you know you need to make some decisions about what works for you yeah and also sustainability because you could really burn yourself out very quickly mm -hmm. um and trying to make some decisions with your business that sort of mm. mean that there's better balance and um you know it's going to work over time mm. as well like mm. long term and uh, just yeah being more sensible really mm. sensible yes so with that in mind then uh as we kind of wrap this up a bit what is do you have a big dream or a vision in terms of where you want to go with your work or your art or do you want it to i don't know evolve or change more or what 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 do you see the big like the big big dream the big big dream i would love to be highly profitable <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> which i do think is possible yeah absolutely for sure i think we're really lucky i think we live in the best ever time ever to be an artist yeah um i also want to be sustainable mm. um and also my, you know, my dream in life <laughs> is really just, you know how you feel when you meditate? <laughs> I don't know. You're a meditator, aren't you? Or I you? meditate. Yes, I yeah. do. I meditate. The la Only the last, I'd say the last couple of years I've come to it and I'm like, why yeah. am I doing this sooner? I, I want the to feel the, way, feel the way I feel when I meditate, only all day. Like mm. that is my dream to feel <laughs> that peace and that calm and mm. that you know all is well with the mm. world and I would just love to not get caught up in oh how am I going to do this and do that blah, blah, you know yeah that just to have that sense of peace and mm. um yeah that that's my dream in life 
be more calm be more calm throughout it all yeah although you see everybody always says uh, my work is very calm so I think I work is very calming yeah um I don't know I think that's maybe why I enjoy painting so much because it's a very I find a very calming process so I do obviously manage to transmit some of that onto the page yeah and I think also the painting is almost like meditation isn't it it's like that yeah. sense of, of you know a flow and maybe that's why both of us like the the idea of solitary painting so just yeah no one else around I feel like that the, for me anyway I always think that the painting is almost like that meditation state of once you get into it and you're yeah really focused then you're in a very different mindset I feel you know yeah but. you are it, and it takes me a while like it could take me mm. a whole morning to be in mm. the right place it could take yeah. three hours yeah. of you know messing about before I actually feel like I'm doing good work mm. um some so days the faffing is real isn't it you know the, the, the faffing is real <laughs> <laughs> But it's so enjoyable, the fasting. Oh, it's a process. I think that's a mind rest as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, it's a process. But here's to the big dream. They're like, I think you're dead right. I think now more than ever is a brilliant time to be an artist and for yeah. an artist, for it to be more sustainable, both financially, but in many other facets as well. So yes, absolutely. Here's to the big dream in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, why shouldn't artists yeah. be able to make a very good living for themselves and, and you know what I would what love? love I would love to employ other people oh yeah I think you know obviously from in terms of like then not having to do things that I don't see as my forte yeah like <laughs> web design and mm. all of these bits that you know wouldn't be my mm. favorite yeah um but also in terms of like you know imagine having a business where then you would give somebody else the opportunity to be part of that and be able to sustain their family. Like, mm. I think that would be a wonderful thing to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Amazing. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. That would be the nice. dream of a PA is real. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One day. Or something similar. Anyway. So where can people find you, Jude? Where can they see your beautiful, <laughs> wonderful, calming works? Where where can we Well, find you can find me on Instagram. Yes. Jude Fenton yes, yes, Art. Yes. Jude Fenton Art. Facebook, okay. Jude Fenton Art. My website. Okay. Jude Fenton Art. All the same. Yeah. All the same. It's good. Continuity is good, yes. It is. Um and you're also doing a hashtag at the moment, is that right? Oh yeah. And it's got a hashtag going. Tell us a bit more about that. That is We Are the Beauty Makers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, basically Oh, you know, I do like usually do a lot of fairs, obviously not at the minute, but and um, you know, talking to a lot of other artists and stuff, I just find so many people were very um, they just don't feel that their work is worth anything like mm. in terms of money but also in terms of what it brings to the world and I'm like mm. it's so important it's so important to create and mm. yeah like, that you know you're you can give beauty to the world but more like what a beautiful thing and then yeah I just feel it's so important that artists have a bit of self-worth because a lot of them lack self-worth Hmm. and don't see the importance of what they do and I just think that's a crying shame so anyway that's how it started as in somewhere 
where people maybe could support each other a bit. And, you know, mm. my hope is that people, when they go in and look at it, will, you know, like and comment and support each other a wee bit. So, mm. and now we've started this whole challenge, Beauty Maker Challenges, which has been something that's um, just kind of came up quite randomly. But, mm. so taking a painting, getting everybody to interpret it in their own way. And it's just lovely to see mm. what other people do. Um, yeah. The um, image, it's just it's just interesting. And there's a wee sense of community about it. And mm. um, yeah, it's, it's just nice. I think for me, it was a good focus, like just to, you know, right, this is what you're doing today. This is a painting, do that. Because my mm. mind is a wee bit all over the place. So mm. it's been nice to focus and for other people to join in. And, you know, Instagram is a lovely place for community and support. Um, so if anybody wants to hashtag, Brilliant. We are the beauty makers then. Yes, we are the beauty makers. Join us. Brilliant. Yeah. I will put all of the various links uh, down below to... No. All your different oh fancy. I have to figure out how to do it first, but anyway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is a big learning curve. Let's just say oh, it's a big learning great. curve. But um yeah, I'll put all of the various handles down and to so people can find out uh where to find you and where to find a bit more about your work. But Drew, thank you so much for joining me oh, today. Thank you for having me. It's so lovely. So lovely to talk to you. So lovely to talk to you as well and have a little catch up and um I appreciate it so much. I'm sure others will too. And I hope that you see your big dream and I hope you get to create thank so you. much more beauty that this world needs particularly at the moment so thanks a million dudes oh, and we'll be in yeah take care oh, and enjoy thanks. the rest of your weekend and we'll be in touch soon all right thank you okay bye, bye.